I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 452 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Eric Balfour is an actor. You may have seen him on smash hit TV series such as 24 and HBO's Six Feet Under or even the Supernatural series Haven. He is currently starring alongside Catherine McPhee in the Netflix original comedy series Country Comfort, which actually drops today on Netflix, now available for you guys. Eric has been in the acting game for a very long time. He began his career as one of the main characters on Kids Incorporated back in 1991. Most importantly, he is a father of a young son. It's awesome to have him on the podcast with me today. Eric Balfour will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Eric Balfour was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation, please hit me with a subscribe on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, if you guys enjoyed today's episode with Eric Balfour, please go back and check out some of my other recent interviews with actors, including Matthew McConaughey, Sean Patrick Flannery, Kel Mitchell, Antonio Sabato Jr., and many others. And guys, I'm telling you right now, I have got some incredible guest announcements coming your way, so make sure you get over there and hit me with a follow on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, where I'll be dropping all the upcoming guest announcements. And it would really mean the world to me if you guys could go over to Apple Podcasts and hit me with a rating and review over there. It really goes a long way to help me out. Or rate or review it on any of the podcasting apps that you listen on. All right, and as always, guys, please spread the word about this podcast to every father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day. Right here with me. I'm going to be right back with Eric Balfour. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Bell Campo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout, and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, First Class Father, Eric Balfour. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have? How old? Uh, I have one son. His name is Oliver, and he is two and a half years old. Wow, very cool. Yeah. Did you guys, um, when you were having him, did you find out what you were having? Like a gender reveal? Or did you guys wait to the end? We, we did. We definitely didn't do a gender reveal. Um, uh, we did find out that he was a boy and it was, it was really interesting. Um, because, uh, you know, I, I always imagined that I wanted a girl. Um, my, I, I did not have the best relationship with my father. And so somehow the idea of having a girl, um, was, I don't know. I felt like I knew how to love a, a, a girl. I knew, how, you know, I know how to love women and I had difficult relationships with men. And so 
when we first found out it was a boy, I was a little bit like, oh man, how do how do I how do I do this? Um, and now I just couldn't imagine. Um, I couldn't imagine not having him. He's 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 well, he's magic. I mean, I guess everyone's kids are magic to them, but my dude is magic to me. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, I got I got three boys, and then we got the girl on our fourth try. So if I didn't get her on four, we would have five by now. But we got her on the fourth try. So are you are you guys going for any more? Or are you all done? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it did. You know, it's funny. Before we had Oliver. Um, you know, I'd meet people with two kids or three kids and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. You got two kids. You got three kids. And nice. I'm cool. I don't know. Now, when somebody says they got two kids, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. you have more than one child <laughs> at the same time. How do you survive? How do you do this? Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely, um, the only, the only, the only challenge the only thing that's hard for me sometimes when I think about having another kid, I mean, we do, we want to, we want to have another kid for sure. But there are moments where I, I do worry. I'm like, wait, is, is this new baby going to take away my, my time or my energy or my focus from Oliver? Cause it's, I, I think the thing that I found the most, I don't know if it's difficult or interesting, I don't know, maybe both. I don't want to miss anything. And you don't realize like, Every minute gone is a minute not having a, a connection and a, an experience with your child. So it's it's like that's the only thing I honestly struggle with is just like and I get, you know, everybody does it. Everyone's got more than one. Lots of people have more than one kid and they love them all. And I'm sure you do. But that's the only thing I struggle with is just I don't want anything to take away from from his um attention and love that i'm able to give him it's i don't know man what do you like how is that yeah well, one of the things that is very important eric and like i said i have four of them and, and spending individual isolated time with each one of them my wife and i we make that a point to do that because it's very important to them like yeah. for, for for us it may just be five or ten minutes of the day for them it's their entire day when they get a chance to be alone even if it's just a walk to the bodega or if it's just a ride to the store whatever it is well I, you know when i do the food shopping during the week i'll pick a different kid and take them with me and, and, and it means the world to them. So we definitely we, we try to make sure that they each get that individual time with with each of us. So it's definitely important. And it does become a challenge as everything becomes each one's got their sports they're interested in. And they all got their activities, their friends. They're all going in different directions. So uh, it definitely makes you focus and, and really narrow down that that schedule a lot more when you have multiple kids from from my experience anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Eric, if you could here, please just take a second to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess my, uh, my day job is, is as an actor. Um, I moonlight as the CEO of my wife's clothing line called electric and Rose. Um, I wish that I got to spend more time making music, which was my first love. And, uh, right now I'm, I'm getting ready to launch this new show that I'm on for Netflix called country comfort that Catherine McPhee is the star of, and she's just I, I, I'm, this is a, for, as I become a father, I have to learn not to say, I have to say effing bananas, not to drop the F-mom, but she's incredible. Um, it's a family show about uh, a singer who um, becomes a nanny for a family that recently lost their mother and they were all musicians. And I mean, the kids on the show are just incredible and they're so adorable. And it was so fun for me because 
I, you know, most of my career I've spent doing like, you know, a lot of dramas and, you know, supernatural stuff or horror stuff or, you know, playing cops or playing um, bad guys or whatever. And so this was such an, a, a perfect moment and kind of a dream because like I was saying, music is my first love. So to get to play a musician, to get to sing with Catherine McPhee, all of these things were incredible. And to get to do a family show that's a comedy for me right now has been incredible. You know, it's like it's kind of the dream come true. Yeah, well said. I, I just seen the trailer for it. It looks phenomenal. It looks like a great family show. I'm looking forward to it myself. And, and now becoming a dad, did that does that play any um, have any effect on which particular roles you're going to choose to play going forward as an actor or music that you would choose to make? Does that have any influence it, over that? It changed my whole life. It changed my entire career. Like the the the. I wouldn't say it was the minute he was born. Um, the minute he was born, actually about a month a month after he was born, I would say, I left to go do a project for just for a few few weeks. Um, and it was like a little difficult leaving my wife and him, mostly just because like, it was like, wait, I'm supposed to be here to take care of you guys. And, and leaving was, was challenging, but not that hard. You know, there's only, there's only so much you can do as a father those first few months. But as time went on, and my connection to him grew, my whole life trajectory changed. I mean, it was just like all of a sudden, all those little projects and things, and I want to, you know, I'm going to do this and that, and none of it became important. Everything became about him. And so when I started thinking about work, it was like, does this make me a shit ton of money? Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, does this make me money to take care of my family? Will this project change the trajectory of my career to take me to the next plateau? And if not, uh, no. You know, the, the questions became very quickly like, um, how much are they going to pay me and where does it shoot? How long? No. Okay, forget it. That, that became the calculation most of the time because just nothing became more important than being with him. So it was interesting when he was born – you know, I, I've been having this conversation with my my manager and my agents a lot lately because when he was born, I was like, guys, I just want to work. I want to make money. I want to I want to, you know, build up this this, you know, um, coffers to take care of him and give him everything he could ever want in life. And that changed over time because I was just like, guys, I I don't want to leave him. So unless it's a really good reason, um, count me out. So it's 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 been interesting to see how, you know. I'm I'm far less distracted in life um, in that regard. You know, there's more pressure now. I mean, now, you, you know, you look, I mean, I can imagine you have it times four, <laughs> you know, everything is like every, you know, all of a sudden you're like, do I really need to go shopping for a pair of jeans for me? No, I don't. I like, all I care about now is, is, is really him and my wife and um, just keeping them happy. Yeah, it's it's great stuff, Eric. That's that's exactly the testimony I try to capture on this show because we got we have a fatherless crisis in our country. We got too many kids are growing up without a father in the home, and I think it's because some people have this false idea of like becoming a father or starting a family is going to ruin their life. They have this misconception of what it's all about, and a lot of people are chasing happiness out there, and they find they think they're going to find it in these other things. But really, I I, I would take purpose over happiness any day, and, and I think becoming a father gives you a strong sense of purpose, uh, just like what you were saying there. How how it changes your direction so a hundred percent and and honestly that the, the 
if I was ever going to tell somebody who was like about, you know, let's say that guy found out he was about to become a father and wasn't ready, didn't want it, wasn't hit the plan. I get it. I totally get it. And we all have things we want to achieve. But the happiness that I feel from my son is so far superior to any other happiness I've ever felt in my life. And it, it does take time. It doesn't just happen overnight. Like the minute he was born, I was definitely, there was a moment of like panic. Cause I was like, here he is. Oh shit. I don't immediately, I'm not like head over heels in love with, I mean, I love him, but I'm not, I mean, I can, I don't know. I kind of take him or leave him the first couple days. I was like, ah, I don't get it. And I was really scared. Cause I, I kept telling myself like, oh my God, the minute he shows up, I'm going to feel this feeling I've never felt. And everyone told me I'm going to feel these things. I've never, that was not the case on day one, but it's weird about six months later when I was supposed to leave to go do another job, all of a sudden I was like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? Wait, 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 okay, I'm not getting on the plane. And then everyone's going, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting on the plane. I can't get on the plane. I can't, I can't go. I can't leave him. I can't be a part. I was like, and I didn't realize it. It like, it snuck up on me, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it's 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 interesting now in talking to people that you know are in our lives that you know whether their kids are out of the house I've seen it like they sort of they sort of are looking for that thing again and and they try to find it in stuff I mean cars or this or you know whatever and it's really interesting because I find the purpose of living for him has given me more satisfaction and joy than I ever could have imagined and it's true like. There's so there's so many kids who don't have fathers and and I you know I was lucky my grandparents were there for me my grandfather was the greatest man I've ever known in my in my life and he he represented a lot of what my father wasn't able to do growing up um my father and I have actually reconnected in the last couple of years since my son was born it's really interesting because people talked about my grandfather they said he was the biggest son of a bitch on the planet. And I I was like, what are you talking about? Papa is the, the greatest dude ever. But apparently, 30 years earlier, before I was around, he was a dick. <laughs> and I think my dad had a lot of learning and growing to do when I was a child. So it's interesting now that he's in his 70s, similar to what my grandparents were when they met me. My, my dad has really evolved into a different guy. And so it's interesting to see, um, but yeah, um, you know, I, I, that was sort of, I'm rambling now kind of, but that was sort of like the, I, when I was talking about, you know, not knowing how to be a father, cause I, I, I didn't have a great, you know, childhood with my own father at a certain point, I just said, well, I'm just going to give Oliver everything that I didn't get and that I wanted. And that became sort of the, 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 the motto of how I made decisions of like, hey, I just wanted someone to hold me and I didn't want someone to, you know, call me buddy or dude. I wanted, you know, my dad to call me sweetheart and honey and love me and kiss me and hug me. And that was that became the that was like that's that became the rule. Yeah. And, and what you say there, too, about not, it not hitting you right away. I, I've had a lot of um, like Super Bowl champions on the show and they compare it to like, you know, they have that moment where they win the Super Bowl. Like, what does it feel like to be a Super Bowl champion? They're like, it hasn't really hit me yet. And yeah. it's a similar feeling to like when you become a dad, you think all these things that happens. You're like, well, it didn't really hit me yet. 
So it's definitely similar to that. And then all these guys that have accomplished all these great things, you know, they, they all testify that the only thing that's really given them that satisfaction in life has been becoming a father. So uh, I think it's an awesome thing. What, what would you say are the, are, the, are the top values that you're hoping to instill in Oliver growing up? All right, dads, where are you buying the meat that nourishes you and your family? I used to get mine at the supermarket, but now, thanks to Belcampo, it comes straight to my door, and it's far better and healthier than what I was used to. And thanks to my new partnership with Belcampo, First Class Fatherhood listeners can now benefit as well. Grass-fed and pasture-raised meats like Belcampo have five amazing benefits for your health compared to conventional meats. Healthy fats, omega-3s, antioxidants, minerals, and yes, more omegas. Belcampo animals grow more slowly as nature intended. This is a difference you can both see and taste. And I'm telling you right now, guys, once you try it, you'll make the switch just like I did. Hey, it's your family, dads. Give them the nutritious meats that they deserve. And if you order right now, you can save 20% off your first order. Go to belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. That's B-E-L-C-A-M-P-O dot com forward slash fatherhood. And use the promo code fatherhood to save 20% off your first order. All right, guys, and the way Belcampo raises its animals isn't only better for your health, it has a positive impact on the environment as well. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use that promo code fatherhood, and save 20% off your first order. A gift for first-time customers from First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, my pillow has got so much more to offer than just the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. But don't just take my word for it. Here's my wife to tell you her favorite product from my pillow. Honey, what is it? Well, I love all the my pillow products, from the robe to the towels. But my absolute favorite, hands down product, is the my pillow mattress topper on our king size bed. I have the best sleep since owning that topper. It's like sleeping at a spa resort, and I can't wait to sleep on it tonight. And I look forward to seeing you there tonight. And let me tell you something right now, guys. Happy wife, happy life. And this mattress topper has been a game changer for me. That's a guarantee. And speaking of guarantees, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save up to 66% off. That's right, up to 66% off your order using my promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to save up to 66% off or use the 800 number. That's 1-800-875-0219, 1-800-875-0219, and your savings will be applied instantly. Visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and save up to 66% off your order at MyPillow. I think it's an awesome thing. What, what would you say are the, are, the, are the top values that you're hoping to instill in Oliver growing up? For me, the first one is empathy. I want him to be kind. Um, I want him to be gentle. Um, that's the most, the most important thing. Um, second, I want him to be different than me and I want him to live without stress. I, I've, you know, the one thing I've learned and I still don't do it well is how much I worried and, and agonized over the outcome of something never affected the actual outcome. And I, I want him to be able to live life in the moment. That's really important to me. And the third is 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 to love fully, to love you know his friends and his family, and um, and and I guess the the other big one that I hope he gets from me is is to love our planet 
and our environment and to take care of it, to love the ocean. Um, you know, we already, me and him already are surfing together and going to the beach every day. So I, I hope he, he gets that. That would be, I don't know if that sounds corny, but those are them. Uh, yeah, very cool. And, and, and obviously now uh, the pandemic has changed all our lives around. The movie industry has been hammered by it. I mean, everybody's really been affected by this in a lot of different ways. Having a, uh, you know, a child, your first child during this, the height of this thing, uh, how did that kind of impact you? How, how, is it, how have you managed through the whole thing with the pandemic with Oliver? So, so it's interesting because on one hand, it was, I don't ever want to call this pandemic a blessing, but you know, the, the, the only good part for us was we got to spend a ton of time with him. So that, that part was like kind of amazing. I don't know that this would have happened this way without it. On the other side, you know, because of his age, he was right at the age where, you know, he wasn't in like preschool or kindergarten yet. His life still really mainly revolved around us. So, you know, his life didn't look that much different. The challenge was was making sure that he was getting interaction with other kids still. You know, we have a couple of friends who really just sort of said, hey, we're closing off from everybody. Doors are closed and we're going away. And, and it was we could see it in those kids. They, they had a really hard time interacting with kids again. So that was the biggest thing was just trying to find a couple friends who were as careful as we were that we, you know, had, you know, kind of a, a agreements with and and they as well were being as safe as we were. So we still had a couple people that he could have interaction with kids with and not be totally isolated um, because, you know, as as much as we try to, you know, be there and play and have fun and do all like there's something about another kid that you can't you can't like we we are never as fun as his cousin Asher. Like <laughs> there we ne- we will never beat Asher ever, no matter what. So that's what yeah, I, mean. I, I had that. Like I said, with, with my kids, my, my oldest son and my youngest son, they could be like cats and dogs together sometimes. And they all hang out with their friends and stuff like that. And they don't spend as much time. And during the pandemic, they were kind of forced now to play the board games together, to be together a lot more. And so it yeah. helped to develop that relationship a lot better. I mean, it's, it ain't perfect yet, believe me, but it's like, it, it has given them a chance to work on that, whether they know it or not. So th- there have been some silver linings throughout the entire uh, process with this thing. Yeah. And I know we have the, the country comfort on Netflix. What other kind of projects or goals or plans you're working on right now for the future? Um, you know, it's, you know, the, I think the biggest thing for me is staying focused. Um, I, I, in my, it, before Oliver was born, I spent a lot of time pursuing a lot of different things. And so now it's really, I've, I've become really hyper-focused on the things that are really important. I've got a, a couple of projects that I'm developing that I'm really, you know, excited about. Um, and, you know, this, hoping that this new show becomes um, a long-term gig. That's the goal. That's the goal right now. I hope everyone watches the show and, and loves the show and hopefully loves my character Boone and wants him around for a long time. That's kind of it. And then, you know, we're focusing, I'm actually here uh, at the offices of my, of our clothing company, Electric and Rose. Um, and so, you know, playing, uh, playing the, the part of CEO has been sort of a new, uh, a new challenge, um, which I, I really, I really just carry boxes. That's really what I do. I carry boxes from that side of the office to, to that side of the office. And, and then um, that's about it. That's my job to see you. Well, I, I'll be watching Country Comfort. I encourage the listeners out there to check it out uh, as well. And, and, and lastly, I'm going to hit you with here, Eric. I know you probably touched on it a little bit during the conversation here, but I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? 
The biggest advice that I would give is to is if you can make the time to spend with that baby. Make the time. You will you will what I found was the bond that Oliver and I built during that like first year and a half. You know, the first few months, you're actually off the hook. Go do whatever you have to do those first few months. Work your ass off. Make a bunch of money if you need to. Put it in the bank. Because, yeah, you're kind of useless. <laughs> but come, you know, around three, four, five months, especially like right about six months, they know you. They see you. They get excited when you come home. And and if you can spend that time in that, that first, you know, year and a half, two years to build that that bond – it, I, I really believe it is something that stays with you guys for your entire lives, and it's it's invaluable. And I and I think it it's what makes it easier because I know now that I have that feeling with Ollie that I don't want to let it go. It's hard to let go of now, and I think that's maybe what happens to a lot of fathers. And I think that's like not to not to get overly political about it, but I think that's what happens in our society a lot is it's really difficult for whether it's fathers or mothers, just you know parents who have to work and make a living are it's so hard to survive in our society financially. Some people don't have that luxury you know we don't you know paid family leave is is not exactly going to cover it, but if you can find the time um and i and I hope that's something we work on because I would love to see you know fathers be able to spend time with their kids in that first year and a half and figure out ways we can do that. So if you got ideas, man, I'm, I'm all ears, you know, it sounds like you're, you're, you are the dad expert. So. Well, we're working on it here. Always trying to be a better dad tomorrow than I was today. So uh, I, I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say Eric Balfour, your first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood. Thanks a lot, man. You take care. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Eric Balfour for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you guys lock it in for next week. I'm going to be dropping three bangers on you next week. Get over there to Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace. Hit me with a follow. Find out who will be joining me here next week. And I'm telling you, I got some unbelievable guest announcements coming your way. So make sure you get over there and check it out. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.